0: I mean, people would just immediately comment and be like, white men. (laughs) (laughs) How did they somehow get worse? Brunch! Hit it, boys! (laughs) Just telling you off the air. We're not done building this little studio of ours, but once we're done, first order of business, with
1: any remaining budget, studio sneaks. You know about this? Studio sneaks. Uh, I'm assuming those are like uh, like indoor sneaks, like basically the house shoes.
0: House shoes.
1: Very good. Uh, devotees of the Patreon
0: and the Brunch YouTube, to which I hope everybody is subscribed, know that we've been showing a lot of feet. And just kind of giving it up. My thing has been, I've just uh, not body shaming myself or whatever. My body's just not in a very good place right now. And uh, I've been showing a lot of leg because it's the summer months. I don't think that I've put myself out there in the most flattering way <laughs> in these videos, but uh, audio-wise, I don't think I ever really put
1: myself out there in the most flattering way. Fair. But Conversely, I think I'm in the best shape of my life. Right? Are you yeah, really? I think so. Yeah. Very and good. Like, like look at it, look, look at these legs. Yeah. See, legs show those legs like off. Yeah. I've been I've been transitioning into. Uh, shorter shorts i know that's the move now oh yeah. but like i've i'm progressively climbing up the up the thigh where are you shorts. doing fives now uh i don't know like the exact number but i don't know i've just the, all the i basically threw out all my old shorts wow what i don't understand is
0: are fives for you the same as fives for me <laughs> that's a good question
1: It's a really good question famously
0: i wear an 11 shoe
1: I think that I fuck you. <laughs> that's a that's some throwback humor, callback humor. Uh yeah. What last week was that last week's episode?
0: It was a uh it was a Better Call Saul post-game episode. Oh, okay, all right. It was
1: entirely about <laughs> about her What size sizes. Since we've been doing video, we've been talking about our feet uh, a lot. Now you're just making up topics, talking about house shoes or studio shoes, just to bring up your, your shoe size? Well, I was explaining, I said, I,
0: I was like, I got to do some studio shoes. And you were like, what's that? I was like, I can't believe I've never told you this. Uh, and I probably haven't told you it because there are more interesting things than th- this story. But I stole it from a friend of the podcast, Colton Bradford. He's always wearing these brilliant white sneaks. On on the set, it doesn't wear them outside. And I said, Colton, you got to tell me your secret. What are you doing? How do you keep those things so white? And that's exactly what you, do. you just buy a pair of white sneakers, keep them at the studio. So I'm gonna it's really so, smart once we're so I I did that, and I get comments all the time now. They say, Deej, what do you do, what you got to give us the story on these white sneaks of yours? So I don't know if I'll get some white sneaks, but. You famously are a no-shoes-in-the-house guy. I am. So, and we record here, so when we're done building the, the are there, set... Are there shoes-in-the-house people? Like, if you're allowing people to just walk through your house with shoes? Yes. Really? Oh, yeah. I'm a big shoes... I, dude, I hosted uh, Easter years ago, and it made me such a shoes-in-the-house person. Really? A lot of people sitting around... Just, like, socks out for Harambe. Hate that. Like, what I'm doing right now, devotees of the brunch YouTube can see, I've just got a sock out for the world to see.
1: Yeah, that's that's more normal than allowing people to, like, stomp around your house in shoes. We live in a society. So, I think, so, you got to choose your verbiage
0: here. You're conflating what you prefer to what's normal. I would say that there's a, there's some sort of split. I don't know if it's a 50-50 split. There are people who prefer shoes in the house to... Like, I, I prefer guests, as long as they're not tracking anything in. Well, that, I don't well, necessarily want to have... Especially if, if we're sitting down and we're at couches and chairs and we're doing what I'm doing right now, which is leg upon the knee, leg crossed. I don't want to see, especially if it's dress socks, I just don't want to see that shit.
1: I mean, I guess it's... I guess there's like a, a argument to be made, but here's the here's the thing. It's like during the winter, you cannot have somebody come into your house with shoes. Everything's gonna be wet. It's everything's gonna be wet, and the salt will ruin hardwood floors. Ah, like so- tracking the salt in from outside will literally ruin your floors.
0: I definitely agree. I definitely can recognize this. You respect wood, to <laughs> quote oh, the it's great it's- Jerry Seinfeld, um, way more. Than I do. Famously, that's from Seinfeld. From, uh, from Kurt, fr- hey. Friends. Um, but <laughs> you definitely respect Wood more than I do. I, uh, well, like I, I won't put stuff below a table if I think that the the stuff below the table makes the whole thing look worse. So I'll like kind of intentionally scuff floors. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean. You wouldn't be caught dead doing that. You're, no. you're putting socks on your
1: furniture. Yeah, yeah, I have socks on all my furniture on my wood floors. I also have like I'm also like a massive coaster person. Oh, same. I, yeah, so like I don't want uh, not just for like wood, but for like everything. I just don't. I I don't think that like people will realize probably how like anal I am about cleanliness. Interesting. I'm I'm a little disorganized, but I am very clean.
0: That I'm the same
1: way. Yeah,
0: I'm the same way. And if I've like I've had apartments that I thought weren't up to my cleanliness standards and I've thrown every fit that needs. It's to a be miserable thrown. existence and it's like you can walk in like at, at any given time you you've been it, it, it wherever I've lived at any given point. Uh, 50% of the time I look like I'm packing.
1: I mean the first You're, time that I ever came to your house, uh, your apartment was before a concert. I want to say, Maybe it was before we went to Oh, and I actually
0: was coming... yeah, and I was coming back from a week in Florida. And
1: it looked like a bomb went off in your bedroom. And like I'll be honest with you, I kinda I was like taken aback. You're I was like, a- what I- am I getting myself into with this one? I was a little bit like, Oh fuck, like this is the man that I that I thought that I was friends with. I mean, it definitely it takes me
0: I I'm not proudly admitting this. It takes me one and a half weeks to three months to Come back from a trip.
1: That's fair. Yeah, that's de- that's definitely fair. Like
0: I di- st- like when we went to California months ago. I had like an open suitcase in my dining room,
1: just like it was just still open. Like there was so- like there was unfinished business. But I remember when I went to your your apartment, there were like clothes, yes. all over the floor. Pancake. Like that's different. Yeah, that's that's different. That's that's not like after. I don't. Th- I don't think there's any time where it's acceptable to have f- clothes all over the floor.
0: I'm. Ne- I'm never a like dirty clothes on the floor person.
1: Well, that's even worse. If, yeah. if clothes are going to be on the floor, they are dirty regardless of you wore them or not.
0: Oh no, that's wrong.
1: That's that's true. If, oh my god, if you're like well, done I guess with laundry.
0: And I have I have like... dogs,
1: so it's different. Ah,
0: true. Okay, yeah. Well, I I just wanted to clarify because while I am not proud of any pre- and post-packing disaster of clothes in suitcases and bags being everywhere, I'm never a clothes-strung-about person. You may definitely find some, like, why is there a folded pair of pants, like, next to the closet?
1: And I'll be like, oh, just because I uh, wore those pants yesterday. No, that's fine. They're yeah, just not back that, in the closet. Yeah, no, not, all that's fine. Like, I, I have, like, folded pants shirts and stuff but they're never on the floor
0: and yeah yeah i I think the dog thing probably has something to do with that but also i mean when you get a good clean floor there's nothing like it again the dog situation you're kind of you're probably a little spoiled you don't even think twice about it because there's just not the option of having it there will be hair or piss on it within the hour (laughs) lots of
1: piss with duke
0: but if yeah but if you like especially for me um i have do you, how do you do
1: your pants in the closet? I don't do pants in the closet. Whoa! Yeah, I don't hang. I guess for my suits, I do. Okay, where I I drape the the suit pants over the the little hanger.
0: Okay, yeah, I I, have, I do the pants hangers, not the ones with clamps, the yeah. ones that where you drape. Yeah, but sometimes I'll either put them on the top shelf of the closet, or yeah, it's a weird spot, just like right next to the closet. Like, <laughs> hey. I have a general idea of where these are going to go, but their pants are probably going to wear them again within the next <laughs> 2 to 3 days. Yeah.
1: I mean, I have a I have a pants drawer uh, and that's where all my pants go. I used to be a pants drawer
0: guy. I hate pants drawers.
1: Really? They get heavy. They get crowded easily. I'll tell you what. They I, do get crowded easily. Yeah. And and like to dig to the bottom of a pants drawer is is a nightmare. You end up wearing so you wear the same pants. You end pants. up wearing the same pants, the pants that are on the top of the pants drawer all the time.
0: All right. Well, we've got to talk about Billie Eilish. You hear about Billie Eilish? Did she chunk it? No, I'm not. Who's she? Oh, you're talking about the uh, American singer songwriter Billie Eilish. Correct. I'm talking about the viral TikTok song Billie Eilish. Have you heard that song? No, I have not. It's the first TikTok thing, real thing, that R E E L uh thing that like I've wanted to do. What is it? It's it goes, uh, bitch, I'm stylish. Uh, Big, fuck, bitch, this is part of the song. It goes, uh, bitch, I'm stylish, black top, big t-shirt, Billie Eilish. And at the Billie Eilish, the beat drops and uh, the person, which is what happens in every reel or TikTok now. They change. They change clothes.
1: Yeah, yeah, that happens in every TikTok.
0: I love that. (laughs) That's fantastic. That's a great Every time I see one of my friends post one of these things. I'm like, oh, God, I, I, I see that they're like looking at the camera a certain way. and I'm
1: like, sound on. It's
0: fucking it, it's Billie Eilish. Let's okay, go. Okay. So
1: what are the two outfits here?
0: Uh, I'm thinking Pizza Planet shirt that you're wearing mm-hmm. and then just whatever I'm wearing. We should do one of these TikToks.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm down. But like, what's what's the theme of the TikTok? Oh, So
0: they'll start. They'll be wearing a big shirt. And then they'll take off the big shirt and kind of like wave it down, like whoo.
1: Yeah. And then they change something. They're wearing something hot. They're wearing something they were never wearing before. Yeah. Yeah. That's, is, that's, no. that's that's every TikTok. It's like here I am looking comfortable, and then here's a tra- hard transition. Here I am like looking outrageously hot.
0: Yeah, uh, but not even that. I think that everybody's beautiful no matter what. It is typically women that do it though, and I'm not saying hey girls are always doing TikToks. Why aren't any fellows doing these? Billie Eilish
1: TikToks. I'm sure they are. Yeah. Maybe your algorithm just isn't giving it to you.
0: I mean, my like, algorithm's only giving... I haven't seen anybody do it that isn't my friend on TikTok. Okay. But I believe I've only seen... And I'm not just saying with this Billie Eilish thing. I'm not trying to stereotype either. I do think, though, the outfit change things, typically, I see women doing it more than men. But that's... Did you we wanna... change
1: outfits. Yeah, but, but want to know, like... There's not a lot of drastic difference between men men's outfits. Like if you see a guy, That's he's true. usually wearing the same things all the time. Mm-hmm. Like guys typically don't have different speeds at least not to the extent that women do.
0: And I mean women's fashion, it's not even close. Women's fashion, we've been on this for years, yeah. is a billion times better than men's fashion.
1: It's a, it's a billion times more interesting. Like it's oh, like yeah. the the directions that you can go in women's fashion are way more interesting than guys.
0: Have they is there ever been like a simple favor of men's fashion? I guess that would be mad men. But really yeah. they're just wearing suits I, all the time.
1: The most recent example that I can think of is yeah, I mean I, this is a suit. I mean uh they got uh Aaron Taylor-Johnson from Bullet Train was just like the best-looking oh, best-looking he, and best-dressed guy I've ever seen in my life.
0: He looked fantastic. I was actually planning on us doing a Billie Eilish TikTok here, but I don't know Do you know how to make those things?
1: No, I don't know how. Like how
0: do they ch- like if you see a reel that has the Billie Eilish thing is there? Can you just say? I don't make know. Similar don't. TikTok or make similar. There reel should be like, like a
1: pre-formatted. You, yeah, right. That's
0: if they're like, okay, do the thing and then like throw the the big shirt
1: down. I feel extremely stupid. Shooting them? No, just like oh, like not. You, you, you knowing don't know how to anything. do it. I just feel like I'm the oldest that I've ever been.
0: Oh it's... yeah, yeah. I mean, it just dawned on me. I don't. I I have my way of editing videos, mm-hmm. which is to. Shoot things on my phone, send or screen grab on my Mac, send it to my PC, open a Premiere, stab myself in the head a thousand times because I hate fucking Premiere so much. I've got a pretty good idea
1: though. What? Uh, what? I think that we should do TikToks, like following the trends. But we should have Spike shoot all of them and have them be, like, the most cinematic TikToks that exist. That should be our thing. Oh, that is – I'm 100% yeah. it. Like, we should have the Billy – like, instead of the shitty, like, like quote-unquote, raw TikToks, yeah. we should have cinematic experience TikTok trends. Yo, I know some, like, real
0: players, some real musicians have the – so that that Billy Eilish song samples – uh Nothing by Noriega. You know that? The bu- uh, Get some like, get like a string quartet off to the side <laughs> yes. playing it. Have, oh man. We should do gentlemen's TikToks. Ge- Dude, you've had some good ideas of late. The- I can't even remember the other ones though now because this <laughs> is such a, this is the best idea I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> just really, just sync whatever. Again, the brunch account doesn't really have any money, but sink and every dime we have personally into like empty our four hundred one ks. Make the nicest fucking TikToks you've ever seen. Hell yeah, I'm all all the way in on this. I mean, people would just immediately comment and be like, "White men, <laughs> how did they somehow get worse?" <laughs> white
1: men privilege Lupin
0: went. will like, <laughs> yes
1: speaking i of, mean will will would absolutely be in on this for will sure would be a monster at this yeah. speaking of will and the
0: boys i i'm glad i remembered to say this uh are you up on where famously is right now in the
1: washed universe i i know that it is Firmly more in circling back territory now than it is for us.
0: Yeah, it's on, famously, it's on loan <laughs> yeah. to circling back. <laughs>
1: will will appreciate that one.
0: They are doing such an incredible job with it. And I wanted to talk about it, but I also don't want to call so much attention to it that it's not cool anymore, mm-hmm. which that would be very us to make something that is cool. Friends are like,
1: this is cool. And then we just tank it by and then we addressing it. it. And then yeah. we're like, we
0: did something cool? Oh my <laughs> God, hey, look at us. We're cool. And then it's over. But uh, the Circling Back guys have been doing the Famously thing. And Dave, I, I crack up every time I hear it from Dave. But Dave probably uses it the most in the spirit that we were initially using it. Which, actually, the way we were initially using it was the way Ezra Koenig occasionally correctly uses it on time crisis where if he brings up a fun fact he'll say oh well famously blah blah and he uses it the way that it's meant to be done and then one episode over the summer uh, we just done it a few times and then noticed we were doing it yeah that was the, that was the
1: thing it happened like naturally we just kept You're saying like, said it over.
0: famously like three times already <laughs> And then by the end of the episode we said famously 600 times and we're using And now I now
1: I use it a million times Dude, in my day to day. It's so bad. Has anybody like,
0: called out yeah. like what
1: what's the famous what, what is this? They're just like why are you saying famously so much?
0: One of my friends, yeah, one of my friends said that a few weeks ago and the next I explained to him. I was like, "Oh, it's kind of just like a inside joke with me and Pete." And the next time I used it, which wasn't on purpose, but Again, just like gets into your life. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thought it was hilarious. But uh, it's getting borderline out of control with Circling Back. And I love it so much. I was listening to Circling Back. I was pulling a Dave. Listening to Circling Back falling asleep the other night. Mm -hmm. And uh, I laughed out loud at Dylan saying (laughs) that famously he went to dinner the night before and had brought some leftovers for lunch. (laughs)
1: I really do. I really really do like incorporating into extremely mundane. Mundane,
0: right. Just like famously. I mean, Dave will use it kind of the way we use it, where he'll just be like, uh, famously, we have an intern who thinks this. And it's like, okay, well, maybe at some point you've brought that up
1: before. Yeah, right. It's references to like things in your world that are like not famous, but. We like it's it's a shared knowledge between us two and maybe nobody else.
0: Like video, if you were like, hey, by the way, I'm I'm sucking on this uh, this uh, Starbucks, yeah, Grande, sweet foam, cold but vanilla about, cream. Like, cold oh food, yeah. Yeah. yeah, famously, I stopped off for the fellow mm-hmm. before. Love it. Somebody, by the way, uh, somebody responded to a tweet of mine accusing me of stealing.
1: A That's. Tweet. I mean, that is an incredible development in your world because that means you had a good tweet. That's well, not necessarily. You could steal a bad tweet. You could steal a bad tweet, but people usually don't. They're, They're not choose. Coming... They choose to steal the good ones. Okay. Well. Uh, oh, did you get accused I, of stealing the? Uh, I the coincidentally
0: Dylan one? had tweeted something about my seven-year-old son. <laughs> oh, okay. And somebody responded and said, uh, "Straight up, why'd you steal this tweet?" Mm. And explain I, yourself. I I uh, oh I mean I I went as they, as they say in the circling back world macro <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, which I texted you after I blasted it off. You said I got four retweets in the first like
1: ten minutes. I I was I was you texted me at like nine thirty in the morning. Yeah, like I'm going macro, and I I woke up like an hour later and I checked your timeline and like your max tweets on the retweets on the timeline were like probably like twenty. Yeah, (laughs) and I was like, okay, I think he's like he's predicting that he's going to go viral, and you did,
0: yeah. Uh, But did the I think that Will did this or? I accidentally misunderstood. I thought that I think that when you go viral at all now, you respond to it with the Dylan tweet, which oh, okay. is my son seven because it's like oh, okay, well I guess I'm a viral guy now. You reply to that, and uh, yeah, so somebody accused okay. me of stealing it, but I responded, "This is the tweet you send when you go viral." <laughs> Like, this is famously known, <laughs> something like that. That's amazing. Hell yeah. Love those boys. You know what else I love? What? Sucking down good liquids. Good liquids. And I ain't just talking about this Starbucks Frappuccino who'sy what'sy you've been sucking into your face. I'm talking about this Vizzy Hard Seltzer I'm about to suck live.
1: Hell yeah. This is a sucking podcast. We ain't sucking these out of hot dog straws either, because that shit was. Absolutely oh, you went viral fake. with
0: that, yeah. You, uh, Pete, posted a video of himself at a uh, baseball game, <laughs> just, uh,
1: just absolutely just choking down a hot dog, just glizzing my beer all the way down.
0: I had a great line today at work. They said they showed that video and they said, uh, "Why is this guy doing that? What's it even taste like?" You know what I said? It
1: tastes like a hot dog and a beer. I said it tastes like. America's pastime. Oh, it tastes gosh. like baseball. It tastes like thinking too. Throw a little cha in there. Mm, you, you throw you throw a little bit of cheese in there, and you almost have a Vizzy Hard Seltzer. You've got meat. That's meats, cheeses,
0: <laughs> and alcohol, preferably from <laughs> from
1: from, from uh, Vizzy, our friends at Vizzy. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Vizzy. We uh, we enjoy these in our free time without them sponsoring the podcast, but. Since they are sponsoring today's, we will suck down some. Uh, any summer obsessions need Vizzy in the mix. Uh, summer's coming to an end, but that doesn't mean that you have to give up your Vizzies because Vizzy is a year-round vibe. Hmm. Uh, we're moving into the fall, which I personally believe is the best drinking season.
0: Oh, I don't out. think
1: that's a hot take. Uh, but while you're transitioning from the summer to the fall. Make sure to grab a case of Vizzy Hard Seltzer because they've got flavors for every vibe and every season. Whether you're cozying up for cuffing season or hosting a tailgate that will be the envy of the lot, pass the vibe check with a case of bold, delicious Vizzy Hard Seltzer. Uh, Vizzy Mimosas are absolutely cracked. I don't know if you've tried those yet. I haven't. You have not? The Vizzy Mimosas are amazing. They have the refreshing taste of real orange juice, and they're perfect for daytime sipping. Uh, They come in strawberry orange, pineapple orange, peach orange, or pomegranate orange. I mean, you're talking about a peach orange mimosa? Mm. Give me that right now.
0: I'll tell you what. As somebody who famously has never eaten a pomegranate, Pomegranate-flavored stuff, I'm always in.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, it's sort of like the opposite of grape to me. Whereas, like, I like eating grapes, but anything that is grape-flavored usually is ass. Oh, I disagree. I mean, grape soda. Delicious. Not for me. Uh, if you like to shake things up or just keep your options open, try a Vizzy Variety Pack for a cornucopia of flavors. Wow. They worked in cornucopia to this read. Hell yeah. yes. And don't forget. Go Vizzy. Fantasy football
0: season, too, we should mention. That's
1: right, yeah. I mean, like, if you, you've got your fantasy football draft coming up, famously, you're going to need some Vizies for the boys because <sighs> you do not want to dra- draft. Don't draft or... Uh- don't don't drink and don't actually, don't not drink and draft. I'll tell you
0: what, I think the beer market might have the drafts cornered. True. My league auctions. That's Vizzy right there. Go after auctions. Say we are we are the official fantasy auction drink. <laughs> and then and then
1: follow up I with actually, who think, else is. I don't think you're allowed to say call them auction drafts anymore. I believe there was a movement to change Ooh, that. Is like, that true? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I believe that like Yahoo and like a bunch of other like fantasy hosting sites are like, wow. we're not calling them auction drafts anymore.
0: I mean, I famously still do that. Let me let me check my league. See if it's
1: still what would it be called like budget draft uh, salary. I think the, okay. one I saw salary draft or something like that. Um, All right. Vizzy Hard Seltzer, Vizzy Hard Seltzer's bring a flavor for every vibe. Stock up on Vizzy Hard Seltzer and show some love for the show. Here's how to get yours. Go to Vizzy Hard Seltzer.com slash wash to find Vizzy near you. That's Vizzy Hard Seltzer.com slash washed. And to hear about the latest flavor drops and more, sign up at Vizzy Hard Seltzer.com slash subscribe. You must be 21 plus in order to enjoy. Please celebrate responsibly. Uh, And Vizzy is from the Molson Coors Beverage Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin.
0: Head over to the Brunch Patreon, patreon.com slash listen to brunch, where you can get all of our good bonus content. I believe, I don't believe, I don't know if it's totally locked in yet, but I think this Monday we have a stream slash kind of game sort of thing that will involve you, the listeners, will be very, very fun. It's a great idea. In fact, I saw another podcast podcast. post something that i was afraid was them coming up with the same idea can confirm it's not this is a brilliant idea you're going to have a lot of fun with us so head over to patreon.com slash listen to brunch to a participate in all of our bonus fun but also uh support us building things and uh giving spike more run to come up with yeah i mean cool like, things because- every
1: episode that we do now is just like as you've already heard it's us trying to give spike more responsibility and yeah. more things just mainly because We're spike gonna... does awesome shit i mean we haven't even talked about it the uh, the my little stories that you did my guy here is a is a brilliant actor i was asked today sincerely
0: by somebody by like a a, a player in the pop culture world if i was sincerely thinking of getting into acting. Yeah. I because mean, they they were like, it was that good. And I was like, it was that well put together. And they were like, yeah, probably fair. But for a second, they mistook it for a real production.
1: Yeah. I mean, I uh, I heard from a uh, a close friend this week Uh-oh. that you are a genuinely good actor.
0: Uh, Scott Zolak has said that about me. Hell yeah. Tr- um, again, this is the AMCA list thing where I'm not saying... That I'm better than the people waiting in line. AMC is saying that I'm better than the people yeah. waiting in line. Uh, Scott Zolak once said that I've got it.
1: Hell yes. <laughs> said he's
0: got it. It's the only nice thing Zolak that, has that's said about the, me. That's
1: a man that I would trust his opinion on anything.
0: Yo, I love Scott <laughs> Zolak. I'm, the
1: first like little while that I knew Scott Zolak, I was pretty sure I hated him. <laughs> but, he seems like somebody that we should both absolutely hate. That, like, Just you, in terms of like... The entire package is everything that we should hate. But for some reason, that guy is so endearing.
0: Oh my God, I love him. I mean, he's also a brilliant artist. Do you know this? No. He's like the best drawer. Really? In the world. What? He's, dude, he is a savant in so many ways. He is, he's hilarious. I mean, he's got an attention span that puts ours to, I think like we have like the kind of, classic like dumb loud person on the internet attention span can kind of go wherever it feels like going in the moment yeah zolak puts either of us to to shame wow okay but anyway uh, we should have
1: scott zolak on the podcast dude he would be he would absolutely do it
0: we would need to get we need to assign one of us to be the babysitter because mark bertrand on their radio show (laughs) essentially just babysits scott zolak yeah which i i love that show by the way not to this is going to be a very specific niche thing for boston listeners but i think that Zolak and Bertrand with Hardy on 98.5 The Sports Hub is one of the best things to come out of the pandemic because they were already a show before the pandemic. But once the pandemic hit, they were the only show that I really know of that totally leaned into. There's nothing to talk about. So let's just fuck around for a little bit. They would do uh, like four hours on... uh, Why aren't there as many pickles in the grocery stores as there used to be? (laughs) And they get calls on it. They're the best. Uh, Anyway, uh, Spike knows how to make something look like something. So his idea for this was, like, ridiculous. But he was like, and it will look like a package that would run on any of these shows that he's worked on, I've worked on, we've all seen. And it looks so professional.
1: Legitimately, like, the My Little Stories thing, like, I've seen like four different very similar vibe type like actual documentary clips on Instagram reels and shit. Yeah. And I like pause real quick because I'm like, oh, is this one of another one of Spikes? Because I follow Spike on Instagram now. And so like it comes up and I'm like, oh, if this is another My Little Stories, I am absolutely in. And it's like not. It's a genuine, it's a genuine one. And I'm like, "Ah, fuck that. I just want the Spike ones. They're funny. They're dark. They're incredible, though. And he's got such
0: a good eye. The thing that we did we knocked it out in like 30 minutes, and it was so easy, but he also would – like, pretty much to the word that was scripted by Spike. And if I threw something else in there, I Which said – Which is m-
1: – sorry to interrupt, but more impressive to your own acting ability because it seemed very you. It
0: oh, seemed yeah, yeah, very I mean,
1: you to come – like to have it be very natural.
0: Yeah, all right. Well, then, then – I'll, whichever way I can take the least amount of credit, I'll say, th- each thing was, for the most part, scripted, and if I said a word he liked or something or didn't like or whatever, he was very good about, like, oh, just make sure you say it this way, and it was fucking easy. You know, he wants to do one with you. I know,
1: and now I want to do one really bad, and now I'm, like, also a little scared that I'm not going to be up to standard.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, if he could do it with me, he could do it with anybody. I said I was like I he was like, would Pete want to do one of these? And I was like, honestly, the answer is probably he would not want to do one, but if he understands A, that he can do it and B how funny it is, he will fucking knock it the
1: fuck out of the park. No, I definitely want to do it. Awesome. Yeah. It, I uh I famously have had a one-of-one uh, one acting career okay i was in a sixth i was in sixth grade when i did uh guys and dolls at my middle school and i whatever like the menacing character in guys and dolls is mm. i played that guy whoa and i was like four feet tall and and my henchman was the tallest kid in school. So it was extremely funny that, like, this kid who was, like, six foot six in, That's like, funny. seventh grade yeah. was my henchman who I just bullied around in Guys and Dolls the entire time. And, like, I fucking crushed it. I was gonna say, it. I bet you murdered that I shit. crushed it. And it was, like, everybody's big takeaway how funny it was that, like, I was the, the tough guy as, like, the smallest kid in school with this other guy. Uh, and, like, it got. Went straight to my head. I thought that I was too good for every other school production. Like, I wow. tried out for, like, Charlie Brown six months later, and I got, like, like a very small role, and I was like, fuck this, I quit. I'm too big for this shit. Wow.
0: In the... Uh, I did the senior class play, and they cast me as kind of one of those added characters. Because they were, like... I don't know. Maybe they, 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 maybe they just didn't like me or whatever. But I was like... Mm that was a bad move on their part. Yeah. If they had, if, if they had any way of having like all in DJ, that production would have popped a little more. Not because I would have done great, but because you would have had someone who was like really into it. Yeah. And like we, like when we're going at full speed, we inspire one another. Yeah, that's true. They lost a lot of inspiration when they cast me, me, I- me and somebody else who got a shitty role. We wrote a, a song protesting <laughs> it. I forget the I had a, I just remember one of the lyrics was uh and the casting was whack. I think I'm playing a jack because they had us play playing cards. It was Alice in Wonderland. Uh, okay, okay. It was it was a pretty seething takedown
1: of the production. <laughs> um we've talked about it maybe before. I don't know if it's on air or off air, but like it, it's kind of stunning that we haven't been cast in anything just as uh, just I know. as a duo. Like that's Half of the reason that I want to get on like more actors and stuff is just be like, hey, put us in your shit, dude. Like how Lena hasn't put us in I something, was going or to like say that Randy earlier. getting us into Stranger Things. Like, come on, pull some strings. For I mean, us. if they ever need
0: podcasters, or if they need for, Gary Tangway is like, dude, you could just be like, there. There's a character that is like a heightened version of yourself in a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Whether it's, like, the sad man or the, like, like the Ziggy type, yes. which, like, I don't want to be the Ziggy type, but he was like, there's, like, like casting directors, when they think, like, I need a whatever type. They like, think of a specific. You could yeah. fall into one of those categories, which means that you wouldn't be, uh, let me pull a random name, Kevin Costner, <laughs> that might be foreshadowing, or whomever but like you could get auditions for yeah. stuff or whatever so I, he told me to get an acting book this was like months ago i haven't read it yet but i ordered it why not go out on some auditions
1: yeah but why isn't anybody like put us in like a fucking commercial at least like we haven't even got i guess like maybe we haven't auditioned for any commercials but like we shouldn't need to this is would me going back to, to my audition for stuff with you this would be cool just show up to things and
0: be like hey uh it says you need a uh handsome man in his thirties, famously, this duo provides any sort of handsome you could want, be it traditional cl- traditionally or the first place votes that doesn't rank in the top three <laughs> kind of handsome
1: you do get some you do get significant first place votes I'm a ranked choice yeah i
0: i, I I'm very aware that i'm I'm ranked choice hot yeah. So I'm 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 not going to win. You appeal to specific tastes, but I'll get some. I'll get yeah. If I get any votes there, like first or second, and vote
1: I'm votes. like a. I think like we've had this discussion many a times, yeah. but like I, I I'm growing more jealous of like you appealing to specific tastes.
0: Uh, I don't know. Like there's to finish the analogy. I appeal to boring it, like, people. You're put, getting
1: on every ballot, which is very like. But that's not who special? doesn't want to be but on that's every not ballot. Special like, you know. Like, if, if you think that I'm – like, because I am, like, more traditional, yeah, there are more people that you're going to find attractive. Like, I'm in a crowd. I'm one of a crowd. You're appealing to specific tastes, and your group is way smaller.
0: But, I mean – Pete, I I think that you are more handsome now, and maybe this gets back to like your in shape thing. You're more handsome now than the day I met you. Thank you, I appreciate that. Seriously, I I mean I do think that you are famously we both think that even though you've never really I don't know if you said it about me we both think that we're <laughs> very handsome people. But I truly do think like, if somebody was like ah Pete's like traditionally hot, I'd be like yeah well there's a lot of people who are traditionally hot, but Pete's very hot so you could be traditionally hot and just be an okay looking person he's like the you're like tom giles level stuff which is like peak uh
1: generic <laughs> that's so mean but like tom is generic hot but like extremely generic hot of like the what CVS, a handsome guy of
0: like cvs hotness <laughs> yeah i'm putting you in the cvs commercial bro uh, you, know I you know who else? You know a lot of people who are, though, like. Field Yates? Tr- yeah. Field
1: Yates is like the most CVS hot, but like also like front of the store CVS hot. Like, we are putting him front and center. Yeah. He is everything you want. If we gave Field Yates, this would be a great project.
0: Let's take our traditionally hot friends and make them ranked choice yes. hot. <laughs> what, do you know what I do for Field Yates?
1: I already uh, know. Make his hair longer. Oh. Uh, he looks very good with short hair, though. Yeah, but that makes him more boring. That makes him like, oh, why are you doing that to yourself? Like, oh, it, you're
0: it, just trouble, aren't you?
1: Like, it makes him seem more weatherman-y. Okay. Like, if he had, like, some slicked back, like, sh- not shoulder length, but, like, below the ear, slick back hair, I think that Field would could rock that, and I, it would be more choice. I'd
0: love to get him in a leather jacket uh but my fix for field and fix please yeah you don't Uh, need to fix him uh my again it's just a way to transition somebody from
1: i do love the idea though of like you know like there's like that i can fix him and it's usually involving like a troubled yeah troubled disheveled take this model citizen and make him a little uglier (laughs) now i like i like the idea of flipping the i can fix him sort of trend with taking like the most polished person and making them a little shittier or a little bit more like "Quote unquote choice." I can't wait for Spike to do all the photoshopping for this video and for
0: Field to absolutely never talk to us <laughs> again. But my my fix for Field Yates. This the name of this episode is "Fixing Field Yates." He's going to be so horrified. The man is a father. Uh, we are going to. Here is what we're going to do. We're going to give him a Michael Mando scar Ooh. on the eye. Ooh. If you give Field Yates an eye scar,
1: <laughs> ugh, oh my god. <laughs> I just I think you gotta change more though, because if Field Yates has like an eye scar, they're gonna be like, How'd you get that? Is that like a paper cut?
0: Mm, they'd be like, did somebody you get a
1: really bad paper cut did, when you were
0: doing your taxes? Did you uh come in first at a classically handsome contest and the runner up <laughs> attacked you?
1: Did you uh did you like hit the dressing room door at uh, express while you were trying on like the most fitted suits you could find. Mm.
0: Something like that.
1: Yeah. How, do, how do you fix Tom Giles? Uh, you make him like six inches shorter and... <laughs> uh, he's hot, but you know would be really hot if he was fucking short. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's just too tall to be that handsome. No, Tom, uh, Tom Giles, I kid you not, people,
1: if you don't know who he is, he's one of my dearest friends. He's just... I don't know. Complete. How, yeah, I don't know how like you fuck that up. Like he 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 tried having bad facial hair and he got like a mustache and I was like, "Oh, he's way hotter." Looks great. <laughs> yeah. It's his ID he, photo. Lo- it feels like he tries to fuck himself up and it's like, "Fuck, how are you st- hotter?" You know what
0: I do to him? I give him You know what I do to him? <laughs> a lot. I I give him the uh Don Draper in a bad way, kind of constantly sweaty, a little red just like get something bad going with that skin. Put a story there. Yeah, that seems fair. I don't know what I do with you. I, uh. What if I make. What if we make. Like, what if we shoot you up like two feet? <laughs> and you're just like suddenly lanky. Yeah, that would be fucked up, huh? I mean, honestly, like, the the way to, to make you uh, ranked choice hot would be to make you
1: kind of like skinny. Yeah, I mean. Or then do people just exclude you because you're already... Uh, I don't think that I would be hot at all if I was skinny because like, my head is too big. They'd be like, this guy looks like a bobblehead. I'd look like one of those... You'd, um... be, you'd be bad Photoshop hot. <laughs> yeah. I'd be, uh, you know, uh, those headliners from like when we were kids. Oh. You... The little tiny things with the giant heads.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Those things were awesome. I used to have all those.
0: Okay. Well, uh, I feel really bad about that segment entirely. Let's talk about... Yeah, our- we just did a
1: segment in which we just uh, sh- all our- sh- shit on all of our good friends.
0: Early, Famously, earlier in this podcast, you said you saw my clothes strung about and wondered, is this a guy that I should be friends with? The rest of the podcast has been spent making sure that you never have any more <laughs> friends for the rest of your life. Uh, here's
1: one, though, that we didn't discuss. I don't know how we didn't do this. How do you fuck up Dylan? <sighs>
0: Give him what he wants. Have me hang around him a bunch. (laughs) Give him the plus one of DJ. Uh, RRR is an epic action film that is the most expensive Indian film ever made, which I found to be a weird description because that makes it sound like
1: there was a more expensive film made somewhere else. It also makes it sound like boy, they fucked this one up. Because usually when you preface something with, like, this the was most the expensive, most expensive dis- disaster. Yeah, right, yeah. Uh,
0: it tells the fictional tale of real uh, of two real-life revolutionaries who strike up an unlikely friendship on opposite sides of an oppressed nation. It has song, dance, and so much fire, it puts 2017's Baywatch, which we famously had the, uh, we had really the cast of that movie on with us, to shame. Mm-hmm. Remember when we had the cast of Baywatch? I do not. We had Oscar Nunez, who true. didn't sound thrilled with the project and said, Yeah, I die in it.
1: I perish in a fire. We also had, um, famously, we Hannibal had Burris. Hannibal Burris. Yeah. We didn't have him on the podcast. It was
0: exclusive Patreon content, but That's the right. Patreon didn't exist yet. That's true. So
1: we just talked to we him. We ran into him at a f- music festival, yeah. and he was like, Yo, what happened in that movie? Because I did not watch it, I did not go to the premiere.
0: That's right, man. I was wearing a Baywatch hat, too. That's right. We <laughs> were like, like Annabelle, hey, man, right? And he was like, I have no relationship with Baywatch. What are you talking
1: about? Oh, I wasn't. Yes, yes, yes. Is that out? It was a hilarious experience. To, like a, An actor in Baywatch, a sig- pretty significant actor in Baywatch, was like, oh, yeah, fuck, I was in that movie. How'd yeah. how <laughs> uh, I'm not going to quote anybody, but he also didn't seem to love that movie, right? Definitely not.
0: Did not. I think that I could have a quote ready, but uh, that was Patreon content, and uh, you cheapskates didn't weren't uh, weren't on there yet because we famously did not have a Patreon. Pete, you saw this movie, gave it me did. the quick strong recommend, and when you recommend a movie to a friend, there's like it's kind of like Taken, where there's a window of like two or three days, mm-hmm. and if the person doesn't take the recommendation or watch the movie within that time. There's a good chance they're never going to watch that movie. Correct. You were passionate about this. I
1: was passionate about it, mainly because, like, it uh, is a great podcast movie. Mm. And when I find one of those, I want to talk about it, and I really just kind of harass you until you're like, fine. I didn't really, really have to do that in this one. You were like, okay, I'm in.
0: Yeah, and I really did not have time to watch this movie. I had... Uh, it's three hours.
1: Yeah, just a busy week and
0: also had other movies that I had to see. I saw uh, Emily the Criminal, which I loved. Can't wait for you to see that and for us okay. to talk about that. But I was like, there are going to be three hours. Even if I have to watch it in chunks, I'm watching this. And Pete... Within the first 20 minutes, I was like, yeah, <laughs> this is the most. You, you just
1: described it. You said it's the most insane action movie you had ever seen. It is insane. Uh, and it has everything. And it's not perfect, but it does feel sort of like a throwback, imperfect, like 90s blockbuster, where uh, like the CG, there's a lot of CGI, there's a lot of like corny shit in it, mm-hmm. but all of it feels awesome. And it's all like, so not all of it but like a lot of it is really tacky and it's just soul food. I mean it has
0: like four Bollywood endings
1: throughout <laughs> yeah. the movie. You're like, it's "Oh, it's not mo- technically Bollywood."
0: I know I did look that up. Yeah. It's you're right, it's not uh it's not Bollywood, but it has Bollywood cl- qualities. Definitely. I mean like the the big songs and dances yeah, right. like everybody comes Which together. like they
1: introduce this after they've already established that it's insane. So like once they get into like, song and dance, you're like, what the fuck is going on? But once you open yourself up to this experience, it is just the most fun that you'll have.
0: Yeah, so Beam is the leader of a colony who has a child kidnapped. This is in the 1920s. And uh, Raju is an officer for the British, and he is Jack Bauer on... Everything. I mean, if we're, uh, if we're talking
1: about, uh, like, w- traditionally hot, Ram oh, is so hot. I wrote it down.
0: He is the hottest bad guy since Henry Cavill. He is so hot. And he also has a, a mustache. Also, I right. I, I think that is why I made that association. But uh, they're on both sides of kind of the law here. And one is trying to do the right thing. One is trying to rise through the ranks. And uh, one day they happen to save a little boy together, don't know that they're actually looking for each other to Mm -hmm. kill the other one, and they become best friends. They do everything together, and even though this guy is on the wrong side of history, would definitely be canceled, has quite the redemption arc. I don't know how people feel about that. They don't like when bad guys become good guys, but they do this thing, and they become these friends. It's so unlikely, but even though he's a bad guy on paper... He's, like, a good friend. He's a great fancies friend. Fancies himself a, a, a good person mm-hmm. and is trying to help this guy. Helps him fall in love with the beautiful Jenny. Of course. And, yeah, yeah they save a kid together. They do a lot of stuff on motorcycles. There's,
1: there's like, a... I mean, this we've already established this movie's like, three hours. There's probably, like, around a 14-minute montage of them just, like, being super gay and bro. Oh, yeah, yes, And yes. it is awesome.
0: I... I was really into and I was like I couldn't tell initially I was like so does everybody is everybody watching this movie because it's crazy because it's
1: bad because it's good I really like this movie I don't know what it has the on the story is extremely interesting and yes. like the action is insane it's really fucking it's like a, it's a whole production and I mean it's a very
0: it begs the kind of moral question of When somebody is, clearly, when you watch it, they're, they're on the wrong side of history, and they're helping oppress people, but they're in that life, and they fancy themselves a good person, they think they're trying to do the right thing, and as they're interacting with people that they don't know are the very people that they're harming, they're like, oh, well, of course, I'm a nice person, so I'm nice to this person. Yeah, I'll be this person's friend, all the
1: while, it's like, yeah, but your day job
0: is... Keeping a girl kidnapped my
1: dog. Yeah. And Are you not seeing this? And it's real like, um, you know, even if you have an end goal with great intentions, do the means justify the ends?
0: Yeah. Ends justify the means? I always get that backwards.
1: It's No, The me- does the means justify the end? Like, th- does what you do to get to a conclusion yeah. justify, you know, getting to that conclusion? Like, if you have to do a ton of bad shit to end up with a like a positive or like yeah. a desired result is is it worth it i mean that's jack bauer
0: 101 right there there's a lot of killing there's a lot of death i checked this is a pg-13 movie i have no idea how it's that i think that if there's that much blood at some point there if if there's like more than six mint total minutes of bleeding in a movie but maybe it it's, maybe R. it
1: goes by percentage, right? Maybe it, it's like six minutes of a fucking four hundred minute movie. Yeah, then we can go PG thirteen. I did love. Did they, you notice that? That'd the beginning be so the- funny if they were like, okay, this has to be rated R because it, it's surpassing the uh, blood percentage threshold, and they're like, okay, cool, we'll add in like a fourteen minute montage of them being gay, and that'll get it below the threshold.
0: Lo- dude, that montage was amazing. <laughs> it was, and it was just so, it was just so pure and sincere and. You just totally believed this friendship, and they say there's a song that's sung over it. And it's like, and now they're best friends. I was like, yeah, I can tell. Like they are best friends. (laughs) It's
1: they just met each other, and they are
0: fucking best friends now.
1: The best part about that is that uh, I had to obviously had to watch like with subtitles, and uh, like when they when they have the montage and they're playing them the song they have like the subtitles of the song and like the lyrics and oh it's and the like,
0: translation's always ridiculous it's, it's ridiculous like, it's like they end. are on different sides of this fight <laughs> yeah. it is a fight remember the girl molly in the beginning <laughs> yeah. was stolen and i'm like how's that all rhyming <laughs>
1: <laughs> it just not it like it explains it blow for blow and you're like all right we get it like you can be a little bit more subtle here
0: yeah though the the yeah the translations on the songs were uh were very really funny. funny yeah one of my notes is the song when they become friends uh just absolutely wrong and like rocks. it
1: explains the like one of the overarching themes of the uh, of the movie which is uh beam is water and uh, ram is yeah. fire and mm-hmm. like that comes together several times and i I think the way that they do that including uh the final act where uh i don't want to spoil anything but like they incorporate water and fire incredibly with both characters and i they thought that was really really cool yeah really throughout the movie the water and fire thing it's how they become friends Mm -hmm. you're right it's very big late in the movie this is a like this movie we talk about as like a over the very over the top action uh, movie like
0: intentionally extra
1: but it is also very smart it is a very smart very interesting great story awesome themes there's there's a lot to this movie and there and when i say that there's a little bit of everything there is a little bit of everything
0: uh there is talk they initially had no plans of making a sequel but there is
1: now franchise talk
0: I don't know how you can't.
1: <laughs> I know. I, I also, part of me is like, I don't know how you can't. I don't know how you can't. Like, you have to follow that up, especially with the way that everything is now. Like, if fucking the gray man gets a gray yeah. man cinematic, u- cinematic universe, we're not going to give RRR a cinematic universe. But honestly, the the movie itself feels like a cinematic universe. They cover so many oh, yeah. different things. And there are, like, different acts to this movie it feels like it's its own cinematic universe in one movie and that's something that i like about it and i also like i'm like how are you gonna follow that up
0: it is truly an an epic and how is there enough money to You're make right.
1: another one of these movies how like crowdfunding how, could make another one honestly because everybody everybody loves this movie yo everybody Veronica loves this Mars movie. that shit yeah do it